nerd. 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 I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Nerd! Holy crap, are we nerdy? What's up, nerds, and welcome to the latest episode of Nerdables. This week, Rich, Ethan, and I discuss the reported cancelization of the fourth Star Trek film in the JJ-verse series, a reported sequel for Venom being confirmed, Disney Plus's Vision and Scarlet Witch series lands its first writer, DCEU characters in the upcoming LEGO 2 movie will be voiced by different actors, and a comic book artist breaks down what Aquaman's $1 billion box-off should mean for comics. Welcome to the show. A little different voice because I'm sort of hosting, I guess. I'm Yay! Do, do I have to be the I have to be the quiet one then? I'll have to throw it out there, and then everyone will have to discuss, and I'll just like lay back, and not do anything. Why? Well, mm-hmm. you did the one thing that you don't. The original person who hosts this doesn't. Hostess does. Hostess does it. Is uh, mess up the opening. Yeah, no, I know seven times. I know how to do an intro. I don't always mess up the intro seven. Yeah, times. you do. Nine out of ten times at least. It's at, it's at least three. No, we've discovered when I write it out, I mess it up. <laughs> I think it's when you write it out, you write it out as one paragraph, and you screw it up. It's like I have mine all in like different pieces. So, anyways, so anyways, is anyone still playing that drinking game? Does anybody die of alcohol? Poisoning? You know what the funny thing is, the other day I was trying to figure that out. Was if anyone would, and then I couldn't remember what I always said. Well, so, what, anyways, yeah. Yeah, so anyways, yeah. So anyways. And I, for the life of me, I could not figure out. You're not the only one. When I used to listen to um, iFanboy, one of the hosts on there was the same thing. But he would do it at the end. He would like go through a review of something like, oh, it's written really well. And it's like, so anyways. And it was just, it <laughs> bugged me. It made me stop listening to it at one point. I was like, I can't listen to this anymore. Because some of the mannerisms just drove me crazy. I'm yeah. sure all of us, well, I'm sure you and I have some. I wouldn't say Mikey or Ethan would. There's just quiet, being quiet. I, well, I don't think there's a mannerism to have when you only say four lines every episode. Of course, Mikey isn't here. I should have said that Mikey was here. And just miss like, it. Yeah, just like, Mikey joins you too, and then someone just see if someone notices, like, oh, Mikey didn't say anything. Mikey was so quiet this episode. <laughs> yeah, Mikey's extra quiet because he's not here. Off doing some important stuff, I guess. Boyfriend, what happens when you got things. a girlfriend? I don't even think it's that. New in a relationship. I think it's he's probably doing something with somebody, but it may not be her. You know something we don't know that no. they were going to reveal on the air? <laughs> it's okay, neither of them listen to the show. <laughs> do any of us listen to this show? I do sometimes. I know I've listened, I've listened a couple of times. It's so funny as I go back and listen to it, and I'm like, wow, I really sound like I'm drunk or I've had a stroke. Wait, oh, yeah. Well, usually because you're drunk. Yeah. Especially on Sundays. You listen to it because you have to edit it afterwards. Well, that's but... the problem is I know I... I Listen to it when I'm editing it so much that I don't want to go back and listen to it when it's yeah. on the air. I don't remember the last time I listened to... I usually listen to... like If there's something in my head that I go, oh yeah, I kind of want to re-listen to that sound. Mm-hmm. Hear how, how that sounds. Right. And also, like if I get something wrong, or I think I got something wrong, I'll like walk out of here and just go, I think I got that wrong. I think I, think I said something, you know, like some sort of... Um, Factual thing that's on there because that always drives me crazy. It's funny. It someone at work, one of the customers at work, we were talking about podcasts. Uh, one of our other customers is um, he has like a whole group of podcasts and stuff. So he was asking me about it, and I said something about our podcast, and hopefully he's listening. I don't actually don't know his name because he didn't sign up for anything. Um, <laughs> I feel bad now. 
but he actually says like I love when people go off on tangents. Like you were you're listening to the right podcast. Oh god, you'll yeah. love this. Um, but he talks about how he loves it when he kind of like talks back to the podcast. For me, it drives me crazy because I can't. Oh, I do that. I even do, oh, that, I do that to our show. I do that. I do that to our show. I, the, the the weeks where I wasn't on that one time. Oh my goodness, I stopped listening because I couldn't stand it. I just wanted to like call you and go, dude. The hell's wrong with you people? <laughs> but there's a, there's a couple podcasts that I don't listen to. A lot of podcasts that are like ours. One because I, I don't want to like steal content without even really thinking about it. Right. And then secondly, although we're, that one of the things we'll end up doing hopefully this month or early next month. This is something I stole from a radio station, but whatever. Um, but secondly, it's like I just want to yell at the thing. <laughs> But I guess that's why we do this because we have we have strong well two of us have strong opinions. And Ethan Ethan's, sees Ethan's got the strongest opinion of anyone I've ever met. Absolutely. Yeah, because Ethan sees four movies, except this I, year you saw. Like I saw nine. a lot more in 2018. I saw like one more movie than you did. Yeah, we we got to work something out where we all go out and see movies and stuff together. That never works because none of us have to. If, you're lucky that we can actually get here. As it is, we can't get four people here consistently on every weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we've had a tangent from the beginning yeah, of this episode. This well, if I was doing the Puck Podcast, this would be the off-ice report, which I, I always like. They do kind of about their lives, and then they jump into the first But you know, But that's part of the shows that I listen to. It's fun listening to them when they're just talking about, you know, on a tangent or something. Yeah, but sometimes it's... Like Joe Rogan? A, they go off on, he yeah, but Joe about, Rogan also thinks that aliens live inside of his butt, so I yeah. don't know. I, I've listened to Joe Rogan's pod, podcast once, and I can't listen to it, because it is... You kind of want them to talk about the subject, and it just turns to some. I, I'm disappointed. And we're like, oh, we're going to talk about Into the Spider Verse, and then all of a sudden it turns into, hey, the new Star Wars movie might be right. coming out, and do you know this and that? And so I've always wanted a little bit more of a structure and staying to it. So as we don't have a structure for, what did you do to your knuckles? Did you like beat somebody up? Yeah, Ethan beat somebody up. Dude, you don't know. He's got like 85 swords. He's probably murdered homeless people. <laughs> Hey, that's why the homeless population's down in Tarzana. Yeah, homeless population has been reduced by at least ten percent. Hey. Beheadings are up though. Yeah. <laughs> They're just finding heads rolling down the street. Uh, I think, you put them on pikes, don't you? Outside look, of your it, apartment complex. If you so want to be like Game of Thrones, you want to get rid of. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta make sure that all the homeless in the area know that this can happen to them if they're in my area. If you don't want norovirus, that's that's one of the ways to do it. That's, yeah, no. that's the. <laughs> It's going to be the new epidemic in Southern California because people no, I don't take know. a dump on, in the On thing. Friday, after I got home from work, my, my knuckles just really hurt for some reason. I think I, I just scraped them up somewhere in the office. You blacked out and you started punching things. Say, no, that would be me. Yeah. So, I don't know. I got one on my thumb. I got two on the end knuckles and I have like a cut right here. I don't no idea how I got it. Like Melissa always has weird scratches because she has cats. Yeah. So, oh, one, one of the cats gets yeah. pissed. And one one of, one of our cats is a is a Bengal. It's huge, for in terms of a cat, and it's strong. So Ethan, when, Ethan when had another episode mad. like uh, he did down in uh, Comic Con, or at the Ready, Ready Player One. You uh, all party. had episodes <laughs> at Ready Player. He got one. so drunk he doesn't remember punching people. Exactly. Just went surprise, on. Surprise, cool. any, <laughs> when somebody says, "Dude, what's with your knuckles? It looks like you've been in a fight." Nothing cool happens to me. Yeah, man, so I got in a fight with three guys. Everybody's you know, gonna know I'm lying. They are mugging you this went, little old lady. You went to a Ready Player One thing and got totally drunk with two other people and blacked out. Nobody's gonna believe that. <laughs> That's the one true thing. <laughs> Sitting exactly. in the VIP, and you had to have two girls come rescue you. <laughs> 
At least he was smart enough to, the only one of us smart enough to uh, put a pin in. Although, yeah. now yeah. to think about it, I should have just gotten into the Hall H line. For what? I don't even know what was the next day. Yeah, the next day is not a great... <laughs> I wonder how many people in the Hall H line are just... Because that was what? There. Wednesday night. Yeah, was, so it would have been the first night. So it would have been the first day. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. Wouldn't have been anything been cool. <laughs> like that we're looking I don't know if there's anything cool in a Hall H line anymore. You have all these... Or just anything like... Based on shows that we watch, that we'd be like, oh, it'd be cool to go to All H and watch that. Because Game of Thrones wasn't there last year. That was, no, they no, weren't they there last year because they didn't have anything, yeah. And, and all the big studios. Like, Walking Dead to... was Saturday. Yeah. And, and all DC the big studios pull out. Yeah. All, all the good stuff usually is on Friday or Saturday. Speaking of something that won't be a Comic-Con, buried in a January 8th deadline article announcing that S.J. Clarkson was helming the pilot for the upcoming Game of Thrones pilot, came the news that Paramount has shelved the fourth installment of the Star Trek series that is in J.J. Abrams' series. Clarkson was supposed to direct the next film in the J.J. Verse series, but obviously she's not. Biggest Monkey Wrench reportedly being Chris Pine and Chris Hemsworth's salaries, which both uh, uh, both of them not backing down from their demands. This is supposed to be, supposedly, reportedly, a time travel film again, right. because Star Trek IV, the original Star Trek IV, was a time travel film, I guess. Uh, it was. It was when they went back yeah, in time to San Francisco. But of course, the first film in J.J. versus thing is a time travel film also. So, uh, sort of like, you can't just do time travel on the one and the fourth. But anyway, uh, so Chris Remsworth was supposed to play a big part in it as as um, Kirk's dad. And supposedly both of them wanted these huge contracts. Apparently, Hemsworth's contract that he signed before the first one, that if he were to ever come back, was some amazing amount of money. That's interesting. Because um, he really wasn't... Because that was even before Thor. Yes, he he was. I think he was shooting Thor when Could, that movie yeah. came out. Um, so it just looks like this sort of died on the vine, and it's it's interesting because the first film was successful, but it wasn't as successful as they wanted to. But of course, this was pre Star Wars, right? And then we got into Darkness, which we all loved, but apparently other people didn't. It was a very divisive film, and then Star Trek Beyond, which was probably the best of the three, and the worst of box the office of the three. Oh yeah. It was a very Star Trek film to me. I like it. It was was and but so many people I think were turned off because because the character of of Khan is so. I'm talking about the third one. That is the third one, isn't it? No, it's the second one. Be- oh, beyond third, beyond's the third one on the planet. Right, 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 right. That's right. That's right. The aliens. Yes, and it had the uh, Beastie Boys music that yes. everybody got so up in arms <laughs> about for the uh, trailer. Well, the main number four as Guardians. Yeah. Um, no, but just I remember because now they put that um, they put the same Beastie Boys music to Solo. In a so you know they took the mm-hmm. Solo trailer and put yeah. the music behind it. They said, "Oh, it makes an even better movie." Like, yeah, it's been done. Um, it also, doesn't fit. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. It, well, I mean, if you if, if you do it when they're in the Kessel Run, it does. Castle Run music so perfect. No, I just mean within that universe, it doesn't fit. No, Beastie Boys wouldn't be in that universe. Um, So this likely is the end. Like, where do you go from here? You have Discovery, which supposedly is doing well and seems to be scratching that itch. Discovery people doing season two starts this weekend. Yeah, for wanting Star Trek, and you also have the the that comedy series Star Trek thing that's starting. Uh, it's Orville? like no, no, no. It's an actual. It, it's an actual. It's probably story. because of the Orville, but oh, there's yeah. there's a series coming. I think we talked about it here. Um, 
about like two kind of you know uh, not perfect crewmen like in the bowels of the ship, and it's supposed to be a comedy series. Tag and Bink are in the same idea. Yeah, yeah. Is it, it's not Future Man, is it? No. no, 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 no. It's it's an actual Star Trek series. They oh. are on a, They are on a Federation ship, and they're basically two losers that kind of bumble their way through. I see. Uh, through, through their duties and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So they're they're still doing stuff with Star Trek, but obviously Paramount doesn't seem to be doing anything with Star Trek. So the two characters would be played by Seth Green, and well, Simon Pegg's already in it. So yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say uh, Seth MacFarlane, but he's got Orville. Seth Rogen. We were just thinking with uh, the, word, the name Seth. Couldn't do Seth Rogen. That's stupid. If you're thinking about two losers, <laughs> Seth Rogen and Seth Green, <laughs> Seth they don't Seth. work. The Seth Show, <laughs> guest starring someday Seth MacFarlane. Someday they'll move. They'll do a movie. The Seths with all of them. Six I know. Degrees. I I really like the JJ verse. Six degrees of, of Seth. Well, Seth you don't have to do six degrees if they're all right there. It's only one degree. Um, I still love that Onion article. Star Trek fans, Star Trek fans pan new movie as fun and entertaining. <laughs> I was love that one. That was fantastic. Um, do we really need a fourth film in the JJ verse? We don't need anything. That's it. We got to get away from that. That. Do we want a fourth film I in do. the JJ verse? I liked all three of them so far. I like that style, and I don't. Know, I enjoy, I enjoyed all three of them. I like those characters. I mean, because Star Trek fans. Like hardcore Trekkies were mixed about the JJ verse. Yeah, but they're the same. I wish Sebastian was here because he could defend himself. But the same people that like Star Trek the motion picture are the ones that don't like it because they like their Star Trek to be something to put you to sleep. Mm-hmm. Well, I, li- I, mean, I liked Star Trek the motion picture. Star Trek mm-hmm. the motion picture is one of the most boring films I've ever uh, seen. It really time. is. Uh, but I also, but I all love- the odd. It really is all the odd films in the original are terrible. Oh yeah. But I but I liked most of most of the films in the original, and I, I do too. I, I mean, I, I I can, for me, Star Trek. I mean, Star Trek's not on the level of Star Wars for me, but it's close. Where I can find enjoyment out of whatever I'm watching of Star Trek. Yeah, whether I'm, it's a bad film or not. I wouldn't say I'm a big fan, but uh, I was a big generate next gen fan when it was I love gen, next gen. And Deep Space Nine, I finished that. It was it wasn't until Voyager where it kind of fell See, off. I even so like the Voyager. next gen movies, I think one of the problems is the next gen movies. The first one's okay. The second one is the best Star Trek film I've ever seen. First Contact. Yeah, I can't even remember the third one. Third one's Insurrection, which I did not like at all. Third one's Insurrection, and that's the one. one Annihilation. And the fourth one is yeah, Annihilation. Annihilation isn't bad to me, but I know a lot of people were upset with it. Um, Insurrection is. It's fine, but I don't particularly think it's that good. I know Sebastian likes it because, as he said, it's a very long episode. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm having a movie. I want something that's different than an episode. Well, but that was the cool thing about when you would get those those story arcs, you know, within the, the series that you would have, like, you know, multiple episodes that were dealing with the exact same story arc, you know, instead of just well, going yeah, on to the next mission. Well, yeah, you always had those season enders and season beginnings. Yeah. And, no, they, they were... They, they had those big episodes with those big story arcs in them as well. But well, I tell you what, though, when you do quick, a movie, it's got to be to me, it's got to be something a little different. You know, real quick tangent on the same topic though. Uh, we were talking last week about the Orville being the drama of it, yeah. being so good and so Star Trek. This last episode they had last week was amazing. I mean, it literally they they had 
the entire episode was a drama, except for maybe one brief sequence. And you know, they had uh, Patrick uh, Warburton on as a character that has an esophagus on the outside of his body, and they just constantly yeah. eat. I mean, you know, it kind of looked like an elephant type thing. Yeah. But within that maybe two minute, two three minute scene, that was where all of the satire was. Everything else mm. was a Star Trek drama. Matter of fact, they had they had two characters from Star Trek on there from uh, from Voyager, and it was no, I mean not actual characters, but you know the actors playing ca- different characters, obviously. Yeah. And it was drama. People died. You know, people got hurt. So that's the thing with that show for me was the humor seemed so forced and out of place. It does. Because it just wasn't funny, and so it never really found that balance. Yeah. Because it's not kind of... And there's humorous episodes of Star Trek. Right. But it's kind of either within the character or within the story instead of like poop jokes or something you know and, then, and that's what like, it is it's basically yeah. a, a poop gi- poop type joke and that's why when you're saying a, a a star trek show that has comedy it makes me think of orville but yeah. it's got to be more organic and more well i think if you make the characters the situation yeah. that's going on or the story that's going on those characters have to be you know plugging in the wrong you know if you make the characters Oops, inherently we forgot to put the dilithium crystals in you know if you make the characters inherently funny, then it all makes sense. Right. It's, you know, you can't... And, and I don't think the characters, for what little I watched of Orville, were particularly funny. Yeah. You know, except his best friend or whatever. But, I mean, literally one of the episodes I watched was a ten minute thing about how he had to go pee. Yeah. And he's talking to to Bobby Morse there and like, mm, I gotta go pee. Can I go pee now? I know you want yeah, to talk I mean, to me about how you love the captain, but I got to go pee. And I was like, whatever. Yeah, one of the funny things they did was that one of the characters who lives on a planet that has a very high gravity, you know, the, the gravity is a lot hard, heavier than on Earth. So they humans can't go out onto the planet without having a gravity shield. So they throw an aluminum bottle out there just to watch it, you know, flatten. Yeah. You know, which was an you know, organic moment. That had some comedy, and I'd be like, "Yeah, if I'm going to this planet, and I've never been there before. Let's see some, you know, let's see how gravity reacts with it." Yeah. But that that type of humor within it is good. It's when they do the poop jokes or the penis jokes or you know the fart jokes, whatever you want to call yeah. them. It does. It is Seth MacFarlane humor, but it's forced to me because yeah. they're telling such a good story with those show with those episodes. That yes, they have to do, like we were saying last week. Yes, they have to do it to make it satirical, but it it's nice that they're not. It was season one; they had more jokes. With season two, they're telling more story. Yeah, it seems like be more they've been more more dramatized after. Yeah, as the season got to the end, do we see another Star Trek film anytime soon? Probably not in the JJ verse. I don't think we would either. Not with with them canceling this. I think with the well, see, and here's the thing: Discovery now is introducing Spock this season. I almost wish they would have stayed away from any of those characters and just stayed with on the outside of what we know of Star Trek and have new characters, new ships, new you know. 
new it's mission. Pla- it's placement always always confused me. Even even Sebastian explaining it was like, wait, what? Like it's timeline placement and where yeah. it is and stuff like that. So I guess it makes sense to have Spock in it because it is just before Enterprise, isn't it? Right. Or just yes. Before the OT. But it, but I I think that you'll I think that with things like Voyager and with um, Deep Space Nine, the next Star Trek films we will get will be with you know will be another next generation something something outside of the Enterprise. Yeah. So that's the thing yeah. is. They never gave you a Deep Space Nine movie because they no. never believed that anyone would knew those characters because they were never in films before. Right. Being so they incorporated safe, them. Into yeah, but that, that's the being safe to me is Paramount's never going to do a Star Trek picture that isn't Kirk, Kirk, Spock, Bones on the Enterprise. And in that case, well, are I you mean, going you could say they did that with Next Gen, though. But even they the did, first but Next, Next Gen, Gen, yeah, even the first that's, Next Gen movie, that was had, one of my biggest disappointments when I was when they first announced that movie was the fact that I hated that Paramount and Star Trek was too scared to have a film without William Shatner in it. Right. To give the characters that I loved a hell of a lot more than I ever loved the original series. Yeah. To give them their own film. And that's why getting to the second film was such a revelation for me to put these characters up in uh, First Contact and make an amazing film with the characters that I loved that I watched for seven seasons or whatever. Right. I always hated the fact that, that Shatner was in the first one. And there were so many people that... That they become, felt they needed Shatner. They, well, it wasn't so much they needed. It was they wanted they, him. They felt... I mean, you had, you, had bone, you, know, you, had, you had Bones in an episode. You yeah. had... You had Scotty. You had Scotty. Mm-hmm. You, had, you, know, you had all of these classic characters. You had Spock. You, know, you, you even had Spock's dad. You, know, you had all these classic characters show up in the next-gen movie. Yeah, or because the TV series, the only one you didn't have... Was Kirk? Well, it wasn't the only one, but it was kind of how they had those characters survive. Right. You know, Bones was super old. Uh, Scotty was just a transporter. He was, yeah, he was he stuck was, in the transporter. Right. And obviously, Spock and Sarek, it, Vulcans have longer th- lifelines. Yes. So they, they had those pieces there. My problem was is that Paramount felt the need. They felt that they needed to have Shatner. Oh, they, they came out and said immediately that... So I think there's, there's two ways you can go forward if you're going to have another... Because you're going to have another Star Trek movie. Whether it takes 10 point, years yeah. or it takes 5 years or it takes 15 years, you're going to have another one. So do you keep moving Discovery forward and then use the movies to tell this sort of new... Because what, what J, the JJ-verse does is it gives you an alternate timeline so it doesn't screw mm-hmm. up the original. Right. Discovery is supposed to be the original, but as Sebastian says, it doesn't fit with what we already knew. No, it doesn't. And you're introducing Pike this season. Mm-hmm. And so do you, do you use Discovery to get to the point where the Enterprise exists? Because it's not the Enterprise. And, and then, then you make the movies verse? about the Enterprise out of the Discovery-verse as kind of rebooting slash remaking the OT. You could because which the then is odd because you're having a Jean Luc Picard series, so it's like I don't know what Paramount's doing anymore slash right. CBS because it Paramount has the the movies and CBS has the show, so we may not see one for a long time because Paramount no, may just but, not want to do it. Taking t- doing the Discovery where it leads up right to, and you could even do Pike and Spock as the you know and, and yeah. that version of the Enterprise as your first one, and then build up to Kirk. And you're like second or third one. Yeah. Or even... You and then eat. Chris Pine shows up as Kirk. 
Because by then he'll need a job. Well, right? by then he'll be about the age that Kirk was. How many? How many more? Wonder right, Wo- he how many more Wonder Woman films can they do where he's somehow alive? <laughs> well, I guess what eighty four. He's kind of doing the Steve Rogers. Eighty four films. No, I mean he in in nineteen eighty four. He's kind of doing the Steve Rogers thing, right? Where we don't know. We just know he's in it because he's younger. He's he's not an old man. We we don't know what it is. She could be hallucinating. She could have him as as her imaginary friend. She has Cyborg create a wormhole. No, she has the Flash no, go back is, in time, save him, and bring she him She doesn't know them by then. It's 84. But she, she present Diana has Barry go back in time. Look, they've already screwed up that universe enough. The last <laughs> thing they need to do is try to tell. It's like everyone telling me that they're going to they're gonna reboot the Marvel Universe with all the soul gems or time gems. And I said, if Marvel's smart, they're going to realize people are not going to accept that. Yeah. A mass audience who'd worked for Spider-Verse, Spider-Verse's audience is nowhere near as big as Endgame's going to be. Right, but Spider-Verse so, is also a animated series. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've talked about this before. You can't, you, I mean, you can, but it's not going to work as well, introduce Miles Morales as Spider-Man, you know, as a live-action movie. Yeah. It's just not going to fly as well. No, I, I think I think a mass audience for that for that series is not going to accept a, a a time travel story that resets right you know, or changing characters or yeah. changing actors for characters that you know everybody's fallen in love with. I don't think I I can see them do that. We've they've already done it. We've, we've already, already done, done it twice. It. So it's a hard thing to replace Chris Evans as Captain America. Right, you know that I don't think you're doing any I mean, of them. Think about Rhodes. Rhodes wasn't that invested by the time the first one came out. So yeah, I mean he's a big part of the first film as we're watching it on the TV on right now. Uh, but got replaced because he's ugh, I can't stand him. <laughs> I don't like him at all. Even though then he went just to television. So. <laughs> um, um, yeah, but see, replace. I think that you're not replacing. Chris Evans as Captain America. If they, I mean, you have options to not replace the actor and carry on. The no, thing. I know. That's they're just pointing to, the, just making the point that they're not. I don't think they're gonna do it that. Way. I don't want to see them do, you know, use the gems as a way to rewrite what you've already done in order to like put the mutants in it or put any of the other craps. Like just figure out a way without having to do all the mysticism. You know, we've talked about it with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Opening that Pandora's box and the end of Rebels is is a scary thing to me because it's one thing, the one sci-fi trope they've never touched is time right. travel. Thank God, you know they tried to they they've tried their way around it by having like oh the Siths can live in a holocron for two thousand years yeah <laughs> and mess but up that... Luke Skywalker after Return of the Jedi when it's someone that you met in you know Knights of the Old Republic four thousand years before because... but that was all expanded universe that yeah wasn't it's, still, it's, 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 a, it's a hard anyways. thing. And I think people within this culture don't understand how hard it is to explain that to a mass culture. Right. And understand that not as much as people are quote unquote like us, there's the majority of people are still not quote unquote like us. Right. They're not going to watch a film and go, wait, what? Well, see, they use the gem to go back and change time. And now the X-Men exist and they've been there the whole time. In fact, Cyclops was in the first Iron Man movie. You just didn't see him. And it's like, that, that's not going to work. They're no. not going to accept you that. You remember that guy behind the car door? That but see, Steve you remember Garrett? the kid that was sitting there like an idiot waiting to get shot? That, was, a, that was Peter the, Parker. I think that you could have it where, and I've said this before, 
is where you have either Jean Grey, who's possessed by the Phoenix, or you have Professor X has wiped the memory or wiped. Yeah, basically wiped the existence of of the. See, X-Men. I don't even like that. Just just start anew. Just start as as mutants being as new. The the XG yeah. just. I know I know that I know that there's a, there's a few people and I've heard it in the store a couple of times. It was like I hate that. That's so stupid. I'm like, no, it's perfectly fine. Right. It's perfectly fine to have. Why not start with the X gene being new? Why not start with it? Because you know, don't start with there's eighty thousand mutants or eight million mutants on the planet. Start off with the fact that there's only. 1400 of them and but they because they could they could have been hidden that way right that well, people no, exposing we're, we're, their powers would have been shut down immediately yeah versus, well, we see that already yeah. with captain marvel yeah we see it with any of these i mean you, Shields, it takes I mean, you it takes you what six films to find out that there was a guy in a in a micro costume in the 1960s or whatever right 1970s, well, even so. but even we're, we're, as we're watching the original iron man you have to remember shield came in immediately you know, and was involved. Colson was there throughout half yeah. this movie, keeping an eye on Tony. And they and do, they do it through the all the other ones film, too. Well, they, yeah, they, but it's Tony that makes the the thing. Tony changes the game by revealing that he's Iron Man because the people who wrote these movies are like, you know what, secret identities are kind of stupid in a modern society, so let's not do them. Right. Nobody here has a secret identity except Peter. Peter's the only one because it's so it's so ingrained in it, and yet it doesn't become a big part of. But what's also amazing about that is Tony's the one. That that also is trying to help Peter keep his secret identity right, because he knows that other people around him could be killed. Right. Anyway, enough tangent time. Uh, Ethan's favorite movie of 2018 is getting a sequel. Uh, Sony hasn't confirmed it for themselves, but the uh, the Hollywood Reporter is confirming from their sources, quote unquote, that a sequel to the 855 million dollar Venom Juggernaut is greenlit, with Kelly Marcel, one of the writers of the first movie, being the head writer for the new film you're the only two that saw venom you it'll be venom versus carnage liked it? i wanted to like it you wanted to like it there's things about it you can like the love story between him and venom <laughs> i saw that the, no, the gay the, love story the fact that it's the same writer and they just have those terrible jokes in it again it's not going to be well, amusing for me it's it, the problem i had was tom hardy like that was the biggest problem was tom hardy the um, not see, not seeing the him. film the the honest trailer for it's hilarious because that accent is terrible. The accent's ta- terrible. The way he carries himself is terrible. He's always got this like weird lean going on, and it was just I. They it feels try- like he was experimenting. It was yeah, and it was really weird because they were trying to stay true to the story of Venom, but. How true to the story can you be when Peter's not You're, part of it? The, you have to deviate that yeah. whole part of it. Yeah. Because Amy Pascal can't keep straight who she has and who she doesn't. Right. <laughs> the homeless depot. <laughs> <laughs> Futurama comes on at the homeless depot. I um, need to rewatch the original. These are so good. Um, no, but it, you're, you're... So it was like, okay, you can't do web shooting and web slinging because... Obviously, Venom has never been a part of Peter Parker. And you don't really have him have a spider on his chest. Yeah. But you still want to have that look. So you just kind of make this white blobish thing on him. The Rorschach test? Yeah. You know, so... Well, let me ask this. 
you, you know it's coming. You both saw it. You gut reaction right now. No trailers. No, you know Tom Hardy's going to be in it. You know the writers in it. Are you in or are you out? I'll I'm, check it out. I'm actually thinking it will be better than the first one, and here's why. The first one, while they were dealing with trying to, you know, the symbionts coming to Earth and trying to discover what they are. Symbiotes. Whatever. <laughs> Symbiotes. Symbiotes. That's what it was. I was. trying to remember how she was pronouncing it. The next one, and I know you're going to hate this because it will be Carnage. Ugh. Dance off. I know. I think. <laughs> I think it will be. <laughs> it's Carnage Venom Dance Off. It's Rich's favorite film of all time. <laughs> I think it will be better because they can stay truer to Carnage now, because they don't have to worry about, you know, dealing with anything of Spider-Man or within that universe. They can, and they already have Woody Harrelson as, as Cletus. That's the weird thing to me. He seems so much e- older than what we think of it as is, Cletus. But obviously, you can change things. So that's but Woody it, Harrelson's it, it was great. Woody Harrelson from watching, uh, Natural Born Killers. Watching Solo again, it's amazing how. Uh, yeah, it was Woody Harrelson from Natural Born Killers. Watching most of when they showed him. What, watch, did he, Ethan? Would you agree? Yeah. When he they showed just him sitting there in the straight no, totally, jacket, totally. which that was the only weird thing about it was because even though Eddie Brock wasn't really a reporter anymore, you know he Cletus still only would talk to him, you know, and maybe it's the hardest name to deal with Cletus because all I can think of is Cletus the Slackjaw Yokel from The Simpsons, and that's <laughs> yeah, all I want. <laughs> but still, you know, as Cletus Cassidy, you know, who is a basically a redneck serial killer sociopath you can see Woody Harrelson playing that part yeah I see Woody Harrelson playing any part yeah so yeah I'm not excited for it but I will definitely check it out when it comes out you do see a lot of bad films I do you said, did you see Tur- you saw Turtles 2 in the theater didn't you no no, you watched the no not in the theater I don't know why you ever watched that I did see it here though but oh. not in the theater <laughs> so now that Rich is going now Ethan's going because he has someone to go with. No. You would have gone anyways, wouldn't you? When was the last time I ever had stopped me from going to see a movie I wanted to see when I didn't have someone? I felt awkward, yes. <laughs> Why not? I know you brought all those Beauty little girls to see Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> yes, I Just Walking awkward, down the street but... going, hey, little girl, you want to come see Beauty and the Beast uh, for free? That never happened. Hey, little girl, you want to but... come see Beauty and the Beast for he free? He pulled up in a white paneled van, <laughs> opened the door, got candy going to Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Who wants to go? I got Reese's Pieces. <laughs> I got Twix, I got Sour Patch Kids, get in the car, <laughs> let's go. Come on, Ethan, the Never. mom left you alone with her kids in the theater. Did you watch my kids for me? She didn't even ask. I gotta go <laughs> Oh, this guy Did looks you just nice. Start, you start looking, hey, hey guys, be quiet, come on, come on guys, come on, let's calm down. Look, if you don't start being quiet, I'm gonna take you outside. Which, if that worked, I kinda wish you were in the theater with me today, because... You finally saw Bumblebee. I What'd saw Bumblebee. Think? I liked it. I would have liked to have heard most of it. The first 30 seconds is better than any other Transformer movie. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, it's it, just before, like in the middle of the previews, come two adults and about 10 children. Oh, <laughs> all under the age of eight. Did oh, the man. adults leave in the middle of the movie? No. They, tried, they ran around back and forth trying to keep everybody placated with candy and soda. Which and is so great for under eight year olds. Everything that any moment that wasn't somebody shooting each other was questions and screaming out Bumblebee's name 
Luckily, they're all the way down in the front Bye-bye. row. You have all these these like kind of slow moments and mm-hmm. you know character moments and stuff, and it just doesn't. So that takes that you out of the stuff. movie. I yeah. like that movie, but I cannot stand her parents in it. I was fine with that. It was such a trope. Well, it's all tropes. It's an eighties movie. I know. That's the, the 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 thing that I understood very very quickly was not only do they set it in the eighties, but they made an eighties film. Oh yeah, it has all the classic tropes of the eighties films from from the the way they use the music. Yeah, especially in the first half to her relationship you with, got with the, the touch. um the relationship with the with the other kid there with the neighbor mm-hmm. and everything yep. with it. I'm like, oh my god, this is totally oh 80s totally film. yeah totally eighties. Like, it's totally that is bro. Uh, but no, I, I, I liked it a lot. I, oh, I want a more sound wave. Yes. I want a more sound I was like, just make a Cybertron movie now. You don't have to have everything on Earth. <laughs> but but when, no, it was... When, it they was play, when they played You Got to Touch, I was like, yes! Okay, this is perfect. And the weird thing is, is, is wondering <laughs> how they do a sequel. Because... Well, it's not going to be with her. Because Bumblebee... Yeah, I don't, think, I, don't, well, I don't no. think you do a sequel. No, they're, they're doing a sequel. It's made enough money. They're, they're going to do a sequel. But the thing is, is how do you do a sequel between that and the first Transformers? 90s. Or do you use it to be... That's the thing to think about. They would have been on... She would, he would have been on Earth for more than a decade. Well, but see, it contra- that movie contradicts itself. Yes, it does. And it contradicts what has already been done. Yep. Because, and yet it's supposedly in-universe. Yes. Because according to the last film, the... The oh, night. I gotta, I gotta find that the night oh, film. There was Bumblebee. something, there was something on my Facebook that it was like the the thirty craziest things from the last night, and someone read it and was like, "This makes me actually want to see this film because it's so stupid." Oh, it's so stupid. But Bumblebee apparently was on Earth in World War Two yeah. as a jeep. That's why in the beginning he's a jeep, but he was supposed to be on Earth during World War Two as a greenish colored jeep, which yeah. was really weird. Yeah, I think I seem to remember that. Yeah, from we the, never from even the, um, even after he leaves Cybertron, there's never given a date. Really, we only assume it's the '80s because of you know the time frame that they set the movie in. No, you or you see him, it. you know it's the '80s. Well, no, I'm saying, but you it don't has know to be within the '70s. You don't know 70s. when Bumblebee is leaving Cybertron. You don't know what what time that is on Earth. He just says you need to go to Earth. Well, no, because you see him land on Earth. You see him land. Do you? Yeah, yeah, that's the first part of the movie. That's when John Cena first gets hurt. Do 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 do, or gets, whatever it is. He gets that scar because you know he they chase him into the bunker or into the. Uh, I was kind of mad that there was no there was no horns, like yeah. one of those car horns needed to be the the sound. The, but well, no, they have to pay the WWE like seven billion dollars just to have the song in the movie. Oh really? Probably. Well, that blows. We got triple changers. You got the only two of them were. Triple, it was interesting to have the kind of have that film just be really three Transformers. Yeah, which I think helped it because you weren't having eighty five thousand. You'd have uh, to worry about all the other. Yeah, yeah, you'd have to worry about Wheeljack and we got Wheeljack at the very beginning of it. Poor Jazz, he's been ripped apart. Anyway, <laughs> but Shoot, I gotta find that back. thing. It was like all the crazy things about the thing. Anyway, so Venom, yes, um, a sequel. We kind of knew that was going to happen. With eight hundred and fifty-five million dollars. Once we saw yeah. how much it started picking up, yeah. Um, First weekend, I think they thought because that was more than they thought it was going to make. Now here's yeah. the question: because most of that is overseas, how much is that going to affect 
the movie that might making. make it that may make it a you i think you remember there was a time where movies started releasing overseas before it came to the u.s it was like flipped sure like a year or two ago whatever so yeah, I I guess, a couple of them yeah I Avengers see. is the only one that could kind of stop that and said, okay, you know, we're just going to release. That's because Avengers did it at one point. Well, Avengers they, released they in Australia. They did it because we, they yeah, wanted yeah. to stop piracy. Yeah. Well, no, they also didn't want to they, ruin the movie, basically. But Yeah, Avengers pirate. 4, they did not. It's called three. the World Wide Web for yeah. a reason. Um, I think Venom, after that first weekend, was definitely, we're see. doing a sequel because a lot of that movie can be practical that has very little CG on top of it. Its no. sets don't have to be. A massive amount of uh, um, a massive amount of CG type stuff. Yeah. They're just really character and some of the action pieces. No, but it. I could see this movie being a movie that they release first overseas because of how well it. Did oh, overseas. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not talking about that. Yeah. I'm saying how much because of how much it's done overseas will that affect how they're making the movie? Because remember, because Transformers was doing so well overseas, they moved pretty they much. Set it in they China. set it and yeah. They yeah. start changing the way things were. Yeah. I mean, it could be. I was like, why is the last third of this set in China? That that might be my favorite honest trailer of all time. It's Transformers 4. It's so good. It's so incredibly awesome. Um, but yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll go check it out. But I'm, I'm not expecting much from you it. You know, and, and I think with the exception of Aquaman, even though I know the DC movies I don't care for, I've still seen all of them minus Aquaman so far. Which You've is, seen more of them than I have. Yeah, which is the one that's rated Aquaman. to be the best one out of all of them. You know, I don't so, know about the best. I don't one. know the best, but it's definitely making the most money out of all of them. No, I'm saying the best out of all of them. Uh, Did we see what its numbers are doing, or is that later in the show? It's over a billion. Yeah, right it's now. over a billion. Well, I would talk about it in terms of a different topic, but yeah, because um, we had said last week that it was like right there, it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, moving over to Disney. Disney Plus's upcoming Vision and Scarlet Witch series has landed its first writer and its showrunner. Jack Schaefer is expected to be the showrunner. Schaefer's latest credit is the upcoming Captain Marvel film. I do love that the news reports of this is reportedly Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany will star in it. And I was like, they better. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what, that could be the downfall of any of those shows. Like, we're doing the Loki show with John Smith as Loki. Tom Hiddleston is too John Cena as Loki. <laughs> <laughs> So there's someone that's doing Captain Marvel keeping in-house again. I think that tonal type of, of you know, the, Marvel has a certain, used to call it an in-house style in terms of comics. Right. You know, Marvel had a house style. DC there's the Marvel style, style of, yeah, of it's, it's creating just, a comic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and just even in, in artists, that everything kind of looks somewhat right. the same. Uh, I think you have a little bit that here. So you have someone with Captain Marvel who's doing Vision and Scarlet Witch. So we know what's happening. I love all this stuff that's all reported, and then the last thing in all the articles I looked up was, you know, Sony has no comment, Paramount has no comment, Disney has no comment. <laughs> it's like, it's already out there. You might as well say something at this point. Yeah, fun. I'm still kind of... For those type... Uh, for those shows that are coming to the streaming service, you know, you have that, you have the Bucky and Falcon. Bucky and Falcon and Loki so far. Right. I'm really curious. I mean, I know everything depends on what happens in a few months with Endgame. Nothing. But I'm really curious. I'm really, really curious to see. I mean, because Scarlet, the Scarlet Witch and, and Vision, you could put that one 
during you know during the events of Civil War between the events of Civil War, you put and, all of them between Civil War and where it gets to. I mean, hell, you can yeah. you can you can put Loki being him pretending to be Odin. Well, the the except you're never gonna you can't do the Bucky and and Falcon one. Yeah, you can. Because Bucky is on Wakanda. Remember, at the end of Civil War. Oh no, I know, but it Bucky's doesn't mean you frozen. can't. Right. So he gets out. I mean, we've seen him. We see him at the end of Black Panther. Yeah. Farming. Maybe it's his adventures in farming. <laughs> Waiting for his gold, his gold and black arm. <coughs> I still don't like that gold in it. I, I like the black. I just think it would have been better if they did black and silver. Too bad. It's a uh, new, it's, he's a new man now. Yeah, I know. He uses raccoons as weapons. That's still badass. I want to get... Uh, I really want to get the uh, the sideshows of both of those figures. Just to put them like that. Why don't you do it with the six inch you have? They're not wearing the same They're not outfit. They're wearing the right outfits. <laughs> Jeez, Chris. I'm already going to pick up the Bucky. So I might as well... <laughs> isn't, there already a, isn't there a Bucky from yeah. Infinity War? Yeah, yeah it's have... not out yet. It's... Uh, it's pre-order. Speaking of Captain Marvel, don't see the toys. If you don't want, if you don't want to have something that is I it? thought was kind of cool, spoiled, don't see the toys. Is it about the cat? Don't see the toys. That's all I'm gonna say. And don't no, because I've I've seen something about it, so I'm trying. To don't, see that's, that's I already don't said. It. I already said that the, the cat is what I think it is. Mm-hmm. But, but I was hoping it you, would. Yeah, be. you can't even. That's why I'm just saying, don't see the toys. Once you start, like, oh yeah, don't see the toys because if you see character X, it's going to tell you about yeah character Y. Yeah, at least they did. They did. And um, apparently, they did Janice Vell from uh, from the comic book, which is it's basically the, the whole body is black with the stars inside of it and the green. It was hard. It was hard not to pick that up. Something Audi posted talks about how it's a the possibility of how. Uh, it's going to affect Tony Stark in the new movie for Endgame. There's a lot of that stuff. So I heard somebody like, talking about that the next phase is going to just be nothing but the cosmos, Marvel Cosmos. Impossible, because you're getting Black Panther 2. I know. But that's what I, That's what somebody was talking about. Was well, that if, Black I, Panther I, in space. The Well, you could. That's Donahishi Coates' relaunch of Black Panther is the Wakandan Empire in space. Yep. So Wakandans that left Earth. Like decades ago, and established the space colony of like conquerors. Um, but uh, the reason that I wouldn't is one, Black Panther, and two, you don't know what you're doing with Guardians. And right. I don't, as far as we know, they're not even close to figuring out what they want to do with it. Right. Yeah. So if you don't have Guardians, you basically just have Doctor Strange. And if you fast track a, a Fantastic Four movie, mm-hmm. maybe. I think it could be. More cosmic in terms of Here's using, you know, if you have Doctor Strange, let's say you do Guardians of the Galaxy and you do Fantastic Four in the next phase, then yeah, you have three cosmic films in there. What if you, or I guess you can't, can you? Because we have the introduction of Tony Stark and Doctor Strange in Avengers. I was going to say, what if you had that the Illuminati were hiding... The Fantastic Four and or hiding at least hiding the mutants. I don't think so. I don't think they're doing the Illuminati because you have three characters of it you don't do anything with. Right. You haven't done anything with them yet. It's kind of hard to be like, oh, it's a secret cabal of characters that are running the Marvel universe when 
three out of the five characters you've never met before. Well, that's what I, that's what I mean is or three out of the six. You, you, you don't have you don't have Xavier. You don't have Tony and uh, Tony. I'm sorry. Uh, you don't have Reed Namor. and you don't have Namor. Yeah. You've gotten Black Bolt, who nobody cares about because he was and in a series that nobody watched. Doesn't really count now. Yeah. And you've got Tony and Doctor Strange are the only three that you've met. Yeah. Unless you count Banner because Banner was. Banner was never a part of the Illuminati. He was for a little bit. No, he Later, wasn't. Not the original Illuminati, but he, he was. Uh, Where? Not he... Banner, but it was actually the, the Hulk, Smart Hulk. When they, after. I think he was a part of the Illuminati. Smart Hulk? I know the Illuminati was a part of New Avengers. Yeah. Because Steve takes his place in it. Beast takes Xavier's place when oh, Xavier died. Oh, yeah, Beast dies. was also there for a while. Beast yeah. took Xavier's place when Xavier died. And then right. Steve found out that Doctor Strange erased his mind. Yep. Banner was a part of that in terms of... He wasn't a part of the Illuminati. He was a part of New Avengers. He yeah, was in I that storyline. I thought he had... Well, okay, there may have been something in the storyline. Mm-hmm. I forget. I, it's been so long since I read it. The Illuminati and the New Avengers basically breaks up once... Especially once, you know, Namor blows but up I, the I thought it. No, I thought it was when... Because um... Black Panther was in it, too, in New Avengers. Yeah. Black Panther was a part of the Illuminati. But then... There, but when... The world started disappearing, or being erased, when we get to... They get a banner, because as you get closer, it's either just before Infinity or just after Infinity, it's revealed that the banner that is posing as the 616 banner is actually the smart banner. Right. And he's trying to undermine them, and it's Steve that goes after him. It's weird, because I remember where I read all this. It was, it was that when I took that, that, those two days and went to a hotel to read comic books. <laughs> like a big dork. Which I kind of want to do again. I really so need ahead. to do that just to get caught up. <laughs> so far back. That would be the one good thing about going to C2E2 by myself. I mean, obviously, I'd be at the, you know, would be with you guys for. That'd be like the old days of us <laughs> going. I don't even be that. I don't know how much Mikey and I are see each other either. We usually go our separate ways. Outside of going to the game on Sunday, I don't know how much we're going to see. So, anyways, where were we? So, anyways, that was Vision. Uh, Lego Movie 2 is reported that DCEU characters in the film will actually have new voices. That Gal Gadot, Margot Robbie, and Jason Momoa are doing the voices of those three, their respective characters, in the film. Makes sense. Yeah, which means Colby Smulders is out, because she did Wonder Woman in the first one. Right. Of course, Batman's the same. They don't and use Ben Affleck. apparently, Chris Pratt is doing well, a no, commercial in the Emmett voice for... Uh, Chevy Silverado. Have you seen what the and he gave they gave him a truck for it. Yeah, because you gotta pay him somehow. And then if you live in the LA, he he posted something on Instagram. If you live in the LA area, and you PM him on Instagram, and say you need help moving, he will bring his truck and come help you. <laughs> that is probably not happening. <laughs> I know, right? Everybody's everybody's messaging. He has him he right has now. no he has no PM or DM available. <laughs> All of his private message or whatever. <coughs> Are all blocked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's interesting it. to... Uh, yeah, I tried to buy that, but no. Yeah. A bunch of guys bought those figures. Apparently the 17th is the day. the 15th. That one said the 17th, It says the it? 15th. Tuesday the 15th. Oh. When they told me I couldn't buy it, it was Tuesday the 15th. So that was fantastic. I was like, wow, you guys can't even but there's somebody, some places that have had them all out. There's a bunch of places that have them out, and what they're doing is people are taking the other figures, the regular figure, and scanning it at self-checkout and then putting down the other one. So here's my question, because we're talking about the Resistance figures yep. that are street-dated. Street-dated though... for some reason. 
I know why it's street dated for the 17th. 15th. 15th. Because the show comes back from its hiatus then. Yeah, but you don't have anything new. Like, it, there's no well, re- They're all characters that are in the first half of the season. If you look at the mid-season trailer, it looks like everything changes on the platform. But it's still... The, it's all the same characters. All the same characters, yes. Like, I would understand if it was street dated because of the first one, because one of the characters is the, the spy. Right. That just landed the alien. But other than that, it's, it's the gold and red trooper... Mm-hmm. It's uh, uh, Kaz and, and what's his face? Um, the guy who comes with Bucket. I can't That's the only reason I wanted it. I wanted Bucket. And now I'll never be able to see him because so many places have already put him out. And then you have Poe coming with uh, BB-8. That's right. Poe, that's, that was the other one I saw that day, too. No. I just want a figure, man. That's all I want, <laughs> man. Did you pick up the legacy figures yet? Which legacy figures? The uh, six-inch. Archives. Yeah. Our archive figures. I told you I did. Did you pick up all four? Yep. I'm still thinking about it. The only reason I'm thinking about getting a Bosk and, uh, or the Bosk Boba Fett and IG-88 is because I can't find which box I put them in. The Bosk, from the side-by-sides, the Bosk is pretty much the same. The IG-88 has that gold sheen at the top, which yes. has people really... There's a yeah. lot of people angry at that. Uh, the Boba Fett looks brighter. Does it? Yeah. And then the Luke has the 40th head, but the, its paint is a little different. Okay. The lips are painted a little bit different. Um, since I don't have the 40th Luke, because it was an exclusive, and God knows where the first one is, and the fact that I never opened it. Did you see the um, the uh, Luke and Stormtrooper that's from the trash compactor? Yeah. That's like a cool-looking figure. Yeah. They have cool-looking figures. I just wish they would double the elbows again. Yeah. Because that's... Like playing around with a range trooper the other night, I was like, oh, I just wanted to come over. It'd be interesting to see what else they do in the archive. I know we're getting Yoda, Anakin, Grievous. Well, no, no, in terms of the archive. Oh, oh, the yeah, archive, yeah. I don't know if they announced any besides those other two. I know they they said Yoda and they said they said Anakin. Here's hoping it's Commander Cody and. I think Maul was supposed to get in. Another release. Too, I, they, Maul has not been confirmed. Everyone just assumed they would do it for the archive, but Hasbro's panel on at Comic Con mentioned the fact that 2019 is the 20th anniversary of Episode One, and so they they had said they had plans for a lot of Episode One stuff. That's why I've said I think the vehicle yeah. for this year will be Anakin's Pod Racer, because you can you can easily do the Pod Racer is a decent size. It, you're not you're never going to release a an Anakin figure from Episode One by itself, unless you do him in a two pack with like Sepulver or whatever. So you can do Anakin. You can even put Sebulba in it if well, you really you wanted really to. Released the droids, but one, you know. One. Yeah, so you but but in terms of what you would do, I think the pod racer makes the most sense rather than doing a stap. I think you're. My guess is you're going to get a new mall this year, and they're going to do the mall because the the first one mall is the hooded where he's got it up without the hood from the from the cloth um, cape. Uh, um, good lord, the Naboo generator room. The, the duel at the end, because he's not wearing the... Yeah, Basically he's got the, the same thing without the clothes. So they have a magnet on his torso and his legs. No, because that's the worst. And then it comes apart. <laughs> that was the... Was, didn't they release that like at episode two? They had I think one of those so. figures yeah. that came apart. It was hilarious. So I think you'll see that. So I don't know if they're going to do a new one. I don't know if they're going to archive the old one. They should archive the old one. When did they put the TIE Fighter as the vintage... Because there's a new TIE Fighter out that's part of the Vintage collection. 
they announced that before. It's at Walmart. It's like yeah. seventy bucks. Yeah, it's insane. I've seen it a couple times. Yeah, yeah it's. Got I love a, that packaging. I'm like, I'm not paying seventy bucks for that thing. You're out of your mind. Yeah, because the seat comes out so you can put him in it, and then, yeah. But yeah, I was like, there's no way I'm paying that for that. Like, that's insane. That that thing's way too expensive considering the A wing for uh, Last Jedi was like thirty bucks. Well, even the um, the hover tank from Rogue One was eighty bucks. Yeah, but that thing but is so came, intricate, and it came with a lot of stuff. Yeah, I need to get one of those. I gotta find one of those. I gotta order one of those, I guess. Did you order your Grievous? Not yet. Yeah. I pick them up. There's places that are already quote unquote sold out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, so the last gonna... thing, the last thing I talk about since we're talking, we talked about Aquaman. Aquaman crosses a billion dollars. And there's a comic book artist, Patrick Zercher, who put on his um, Twitter, uh, he, he linked the, the, the article, Aquaman expected to cross $1 billion at box office today, and he put, if the comic could net 1% of those viewers, it would sell 5 million copies. Mm-hmm. And the reason I brought it up is that this stuff doesn't translate backwards. Yeah. And it's this this sort of... And it's all the repeat viewings of women going back but to even then, But even then, <laughs> yeah. It's wet in Atlantis. Um, but even then, you think of something like, how many of these films have done a billion dollars? Civil War, Endgame, uh, Black Panther, Wonder Woman came close, Aquaman's going to, Dark Knight Returns, and yet we don't see the, the trickle-down effect. To a comic book. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's, it's an interesting topic in terms of why it doesn't, but one of the things I remember, talking about other podcasts that we used to listen to, um, there used to be a podcast called All Around Comics, and they had this uh, a guy that was on. He was a uh, English professor that was doing was doing a literary thing, uh, a literary graphic novel or, or graphic literary uh, class. And one of the things he talked about is he says this fallacy within this community is well, if we can just get ads on bus benches, everyone will start reading comics. But it's wrong. I think people who want to read comics read comics, and people who don't don't, and yeah. they still can enjoy those films, but. I think there's an inherent difficulty in going backwards. That if you love the film, you're like, look, I can spend 12 bucks. I got two hours to see Infinity War. Or I can spend $20 and buy Infinity Gauntlet. That sort of works. But here's Almost everybody's, all the retailers I've seen that posted their top tens for the year, almost all of them, or number one is, is Infinity Gauntlet. But the thing is, the investment in a comic book, in terms of your time and energy... To follow a series for twelve months, yeah. especially if you're at Marvel, is four dollars. So it's thirty six bucks, but you have to give twelve months of your time to go down and pick up the book, take it home, read it, and it's just not going to be as big as a movie. But the other thing about this is, you said if one percent of of the one percent of the global box office would right, mean but how five big are comic book sales in the foreign market? They're big enough, but. The thing with this is because if you look at it, here's this, one of the this problems. This movie only it. did forty one million dollars this week domestically. It's only mm-hmm. at two hundred eighty seven. Yeah, where Still, last week it was at. I don't know about only, but <laughs> it was at. But when you look at it, it was seven hundred and some foreign. Right, but it's it, it, it's it's an interesting. It's a way to talk about the topic as to why this doesn't translate backwards. There's so few things that translate backwards. One of the few success stories in the past ten years was Walking Dead. People came in looking for that comic because it wasn't as much of an investment. It's not a, a huge universe that you're trying to be a part of. It's more accessible. Um, I think what people tend to forget 
is more people are reading comics in terms of pure numbers than ever in history. Mm-hmm. It's a percentage thing. Even the percentage could be higher, but there's so many comics that are out there. I mean, we're talking somewhere between 600 to 700 individual titles that are solicited every month. Just in a floppy. And that's not even OGNs, and it's not what's available digitally. And I think for a lot of people also, it's the availability of this stuff is insane. Because there's more individual, you know, there's comic book stores that you can go to. But now, with Amazon being able to get you any graphic novel you want, collect it otherwise, there's more of a way to find everything because... You know, 30 years ago, you had to go to the shop and find out what was good from the people that was there or your friends. Yeah. Now right. you just go online. There's 300 sites that'll tell you what's good and what isn't. You know, to, to go out there that, and find like something things. like Amazon where you have people who put reviews on it. Yeah. You can find reviewed stuff. You find stuff that's, that is, uh, you know, promoted to you, that's solicited to you, that's marketed towards you. No. So I think in a way what we're seeing is that this pop culture thing is really mashing together where TV, movies, comic books, books, you know, it was always books that became movies and now we have comic books that become movies. The, the biggest movies. Yeah, and the biggest movies. And it's, we've always had comic books that made movies. We're making it always, but you know what I mean. TV series, you know, Superman was on the air in the 1970s or whatever, like 60s, 1950s. 1950s. Yeah. Um, you had Batman. Hell, in there the was 60s. an episode yeah. of I Love Lucy that had Superman in it. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you had drunk Superman in the 1950s. But I think you have, and you have a large portion of a mass audience that's easily can easily consume a movie versus putting the time and energy into a comic book. But that, but see, that also goes with, especially in the United States, reading itself is down no it's not that's that's the other fallacy is people are saying reading is down sold more books in the united states last year than you ever have at any point in history you're seeing the rise of independent bookstores are all coming back and now that you have digital that's available to people people aren't reading the same way they used to read sure people aren't reading the same things they used to read but the idea of saying that reading is down is completely false more people are reading now than ever have. It's just how are they reading? How, again, how are they consuming that product? And what's the product? Right. There's people reading tons of stuff online. And I'm not talking about news articles or whatever. I'm talking about people who are finding some sort of entertainment, fiction or nonfiction, in word form online. And it's out there. Ethan, fan porn fiction doesn't count for you. But it actually Dude, does. That's, that's it. the thing is that actually, if you're if you're talking about reading again, it's all in terms of the shades. number the number of sites that do these ships and stuff like that, these these fan the the the, the fan stories and stuff, people are consuming them. Yeah. In terms of Ethan, people Ethan buying, likes his porn, his Power Rangers porn. Erotica. So much Power Rangers erotica out there. How do you know? <laughs> that's what I want. Um, your browser history. <laughs> what are you are doing you, on my yeah, browser say, history? <laughs> Which so we need to talk about that browser history. Why are you looking what? at his browser history? <laughs> but no, you were the man, the FBI, the CIA. But so there, there are people still reading. But it's just when you look, we talk about newspapers. Yeah, news, news. If you want to say newspapers down, oh yeah, newspaper circulation is way, 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 way down. Right. The dinosaurs like me that still read 
the, uh, the, the newspaper. And although we should stop using that term because dinosaurs are really, really successful, but you get what it means. <laughs> I'm reading Rise and Fall of Dinosaurs by uh, Steve Bruchette, and it's amazing because it's one of the things he talks about. It's like using that, that term is because like dinosaurs still exist. Yeah. Dinosaurs have been alive for 220 million years. You know, it's just like crocodiles and sharks. These are three of the most successful types of species in the entire world. Right. Or genuses within the, in the, in the entire world. Uh, so I'm, I'm still reading it. Dinosaurs in terms of and the, crocs are the three biggest? Dinosaurs, crocodiles, and sharks. Oh, you, uh, yeah. Dinos, dinosaurs still exist. Crocs still, all of them got their starts in the Triassic. Yeah. In, in a form that's very close to where they are now. The types of the types of theropods that you were seeing at the end of the Triassic that would lead to birds. Yeah, but we don't are see close. we don't see tyrannosaurs No, you don't because of the size. We yes. also don't see woolly mammoths, but we don't think that elephants are are a uh, uh, a dead species. Oh, my God. That's... Um, but in terms of in terms of getting news, people in, in reading news, people are reading news. Now they may be reading opinionated news, but they're still reading news. So it's. To say that reading is down is is it is not a, a correct statement. Now, that being said, because like I said, more people there's more individual comic books that are out there, whether it's physical or digital, that people are consuming as than any time before. Now you but you look at percentages twenty five years ago, forty years ago, it was just Marvel, DC, and a couple of independents, and now you have you have six companies that are are fairly well known. In terms of producing books, so. But yep. yeah, I thought it was an interesting subject. No, it really is, because you've always been, you know, you, especially you have been the one that's talking about that there isn't a transition or translation from movie to comic book or no. comic book back to movie. Comic, well, no, comic book to movie is comic book fans will go see movies. Oh, sure. That's what. That's that's the thing is. It's but not. It's it not, can't all be comic book fans, right? Because you don't get those types of numbers. But the amount of people coming in that go to the to the movie, even though there is some trickle, there is. It's not. It's not the deluge that people think it is. Right. Also, there's still that st- stigma of comic books are only for nerds. I mean, I'm sure just casual. But everybody's a nerd now. That's the thing. I mean, it's, but to that, see it's that, going to a different level. Like I can pretend to be a nerd. No, those and no, like, those those are guys who play but, magic. I would yeah. agree with you. But, but even even D and D, I was just the people say, I know D&D. that are playing D and D are freaking jocks. Yeah, D and D has come back so yeah. big now. It's bigger than it's ever been. They've sold more D and D modules in 2018 than I think they have Maybe, in the last ten years. So and you have D and D and D is kind of like, you know, if you if you were to have a a graph, of, if you have a strata, D and D was towards the bottom. We'd always said like, you know, in terms of like video games and stuff like that, because used to be video game guys were even below comic book nerds and like just right. very kind of people but then you what did you see we started seeing video games especially once you got to playstation even as much as nintendo but also when, when playstation is there of being normal everyday people who are getting slightly obsessed with with uh with games and yeah. we see now we see more different types of people become when i was in high school but i do there was of... i could tell you all seven people my senior in my senior class who read comic books I, but I, I still I think Seven. there is still that uh, to a degree that comic books oh I can be a comic book movie fan yeah but, but if I go back to read the comic nerd like I that. don't even think it's a nerd thing yeah. I think it's just the fact like I don't want to yeah 
Or, not, no, not a thing of like I want you, but I don't want to. It. Not, but it's, it's not even a stigma. It's I don't want to take the time, the energy, and the money to go try and invest myself into a universe that's ten times as big right. as whatever the Marvel universe is. When people are like, "Well, why don't they get to this? Why don't they?" There's a limited number of movies. We're only gonna get. We're gonna see Chris Evans in what two, four, three, two, and three is five, and seven films, six films, six possibly. Films? He's gonna be in Endgame. Let's go to Endgame, and he dies. Right. We're going to get six appearances of Captain America. Three Captain America films, two Avengers films that makes it five, Infinity War and Endgame, so seven. Eight if you count Homecoming. He doesn't count Homecoming. I'm talking as a character. Of, of him Nine being a part of... Nine if you count of, Thor. A part of being the film. There's going to be seven of them. Yeah. That's it. Even if you were to say his, his first film could, could be told in four issues, we're looking at 30 issues. Captain America's well over 600. Yeah. So the amount of, of what you have to dive into, and some people absolutely love it, some people don't. My friend Doug has kind of gone, he used to read comics a little bit when he was younger, got out of it, he's kind of jumped back into it, he's always enjoyed the other, the other media for it. As he's jumped back into it, he's kind of been talking about, I love going back into this, trying to discover this, this, you know, I want to get everything. I want to figure out what's going on. I want yeah. to know. I want to do this. So some people enjoy it. Most people don't. And that's the, that's the hardest thing to get past. Why fables was one of the easiest things to give anybody was, do you know, do you know nursery rhymes? Yeah. Here. Do you know fairy tales? Yeah. Here. Just read that. You don't got to read anything else. You just got to read this. Yeah. Sandman was successful for the same reason. Well, when, I think that there's also the fact that sometimes you'll have the main book crossover with an event that's going on and then they're going well now i've got to pick up another book oh wait and then those characters then i've, I've got to pick up their books that correspond with what's going on with them now i'm getting all of these other books i don't want to do that i don't have time for that there's a little bit of that i don't think people feel they need to anymore it's sort of a, a want if they want to it's whatever i, I don't feel that there's a lot of people that feel they're forced to, but because a lot of those a lot of those tie-ins have nothing to do with them. But see, well, yeah, but if you're if you're someone who's just casually wanting to pick up a comic book after you see a movie, you feel like, oh, well, I have to get all these other tie-ins because I need to feel like I'm getting the whole. I'm story. wondering what the Amazon numbers are for, say, something like Infinity Gauntlet. Huge. Well, yeah, because they've got to be. You know, granted, people aren't going into the actual comic book stores to get it because they can go on Amazon and pick up the collection. Enough, like I said, out of every every retailer that shared their top ten, Infinity Gauntlet is number one or number two this year. Yes, every retailer, and the it's one of the things that retailers have been talking about. One of the problems is if you look at their top ten, um, there's some retailers that have, that have shared this on their Facebook pages. They look at their top ten. Eight of the ten of them are stuff that wasn't released this year, mm -hmm. which means there aren't new things that people I saw. Again, these are stuff that was posted publicly by, by certain shops. And Infinity Gauntlet doubled the number two. Right. Selling, let's say, if, if it sold 50 copies, the number two sold 24. So more than doubled whatever the number two is. So Infinity Gauntlet was picked up in a lot of places. But there's also a reason but why... But a lot of people picked it up on, on movie Amazon. Movie tie-in comic books. Oh, because yeah. people Civil will War pick, was the same thing. People will pick those up instead of, oh... Okay, I like Aquaman. Well, he doesn't look the same as he did in the movie, so I don't really want to want read this. But I'm also talking. I'm reading it, Batman, and there's a tie-in to Aquaman, and I have to watch. Well, no, not even that. It's just it. oh well. I if if this was like 
an Aquaman story, you know, like like a graphic novel or something. Yeah, I'd pick it up. But now I'm picking up all these little issues one at a time. You know, I I read one, then I've got to wait a month. You know, then I got to pick up another one, then I got to wait a month. Whereas this generation and this the culture we live in is I want it now. So if I can go pick up Aquaman, the Tales of Atlantis. You know, I'm going to pick that up instead of picking. Well, that up does exist. That's Aquaman the thing. Number one. Well, that's the thing. Is it does, in, in a in a yeah, for where it is right now, who is really going to come in and pick up a new Aquaman? DC was smart. the The issue that released in December is a brand new storyline. Right. It's G Willow Wilson who wrote uh, Miss Marvel for mm-hmm. years, and it's really good, and it's an easy way to bring in. But again. It's it's there's also the the accessibility in terms of how to find that sort of thing is a little different where you walk in it's like oh I can just pick this off versus having to deal with someone who's at you know if you go into a store that's able to tell you that yeah you can start here you don't need to know right. anything it's issue forty three but who cares but that, and that's the other thing and you you talk about this all the time and this is why Marvel keeps changing you know changing their numbering mm-hmm. is if you walk in and you see issue forty three you're going oh. You know, most people, mo- other issues most there. people are going. Well, I'm so far behind. I'm not going to get it, even though it may be a brand new story arc. Yeah, you that have has to sell nothing them. to do with the first 42 issues. So that, in terms of trying to sell Green Lantern 17, yeah, when it was Jeff Lemire's first uh, first issue for the for New 52, and was a perfect jumping on point for everybody. But so many people looked at it and said, "Oh, I need 16 issues." No, you don't. Right, and that if there's a stigma within the culture. That's the stigma within the culture. Oh, totally. Is that people look at numbers and just go, "Oh, but it is like no, you can start wherever you want." And then you'll even, figure it out. It's gonna be okay. Even parents that go in to buy them for mm-hmm. their kid that just went and saw Aquaman are looking at it, going, "Oh, I don't, you know, I, I don't know where to begin because there's no." So they many... look at it and go, "Wait, four bucks? Well, I just yeah. paid six dollars for the movie. You're out of your mind." Where are you going? That's to the movie for six bucks. Uh, I went to the movie for five dollars today. Well, that's because. You go to you AMC to, before 2 AMC, p.m.? Yeah, AMC has that matinee on the weekends. It has anything. Any, anything before 2 p.m. is for 5 bucks. And then they have it, it on bucks. Tuesdays for 5 bucks. Tuesdays, all day Tuesdays, $5. Yeah. Uh, yeah before 2 membership. is 2 p.m. Yeah, you got to have this. Yeah. I have the standard non... I don't pay for stubs. That's what I have. But that's... They just want my info and go, oh, yeah, he doesn't go to the movies that often. Yep. He hasn't even seen Aquaman. It's made a billion dollars. I still that's haven't all seen got. Aquaman either. That is all I got. Anything, anything else? Well, I know we do have some wrestling fans, and do we? so we do. There are still wrestling fans out there. Nacho Man, he doesn't care. But there's a new wrestling federation that started up this week called A AEW, which is that's the one that's all steroids, right? And they all admit that they're gay. For <laughs> this one is owned by the Khan family, who owns the Jacksonville Jaguars. Who, yeah. Genghis. They also own one of the Premier Leagues. The London Jaguars. They also have $6 billion at No, I least. know. He has a ton of money. Yeah. So they're starting up a new company that could possibly compete with the WWE. Being yeah, like, so did the XFL. Bringing back the... Well, the XFL's WWE. Which, did you see the commercial during the Saints game where they mentioned the new football league? Yeah, it was the new XFL. They're trying it again. No, no. This wasn't XFL. This was like AE-something. Or... They're all going to try it because AFL these, are the guys, or something. these are the guys that realize that people want to wa- people want to watch players die on the on the on the field. 
Right. So that's what the XFL well, did. The XFL, the XFL was ten years before its time. The XFL oh, sure. was like, oh, the NFL's changing into a vagina league, so we're gonna do this. No, it really hasn't. Now it's like, you want to watch your quarterbacks go get taken to the hospital in a helicopter? Watch the XFL. Anyone uh, can have their own name. He hate me too. <laughs> he hate me, Junior. She hate me. So women anyways, are allowed to There's play. a new wrestling organization starting up that could possibly compete with the WWE. No. Ushering in a new golden age of no, wrestling. That's not going to happen. No one's going to compete with the WWE. So it's an interesting time for wrestler fans. Because anyone fans. that is going to be halfway popular, they're just going to pay them more to go to WWE. Well, see, that's the funny thing about this new federation that's starting up is that they are offering contracts that are more guaranteed, more they're offering more money, and they're not treating them yeah, as independent right contractors. For right now, they're almost it's almost as if they're starting a union with it, which is something they tried to do years ago. And the WWE, the, the thing that tells me that it's not like what you're thinking is because it's a lot of wrestlers that have either at one point or another worked for the WWE and mm-hmm. do not want to work with them again. Mm-hmm. Or people who are on the independent circuit that were... It doesn't matter. Oh, it does. No, it doesn't. You can say it all you want, but it does. No, well, because they you are, have, you have, they okay. are going to pay them a lot. Of yeah, here's, here's the thing. You can say that all you want, but the NHL has all of these people that sued the league for concussion, and they're all going to make a couple of thousand dollars on a lawsuit that they said that's not enough, and then they all said that's enough, and they all took it. At the end of the day, if the WWE comes up to you and says, they're going to pay you a million dollars, I'm going to pay you five to shut up, they're going to shut up. That's it. it You're going to get a few outliers, yes, but you can't you can't make a league on outliers. Because see, here's the thing: WWE doesn't offer things like medical, you know, or you why know. no? So, and there's this new one's saying that yeah. they are going to do. Watch that. what happened. Is it going to is it going to be something that can make some inroads? Yes. What could possibly be the best thing that this that this new league will do is change the is WWE. Change the WWE. Yeah, that's that, what that's will ha- yeah. happen. Well, that's what happened before. Is that when WCW started offering these contracts and things like that, it forced the WWE or WWF at that time to change the way they de- dealt mm-hmm. be- dealt with their clients, uh, their wrestlers, but not enough because the WWE was able to still maintain. Once they crush that league, then they can kind of stop where they're at. Oh sure. So that's we'll see. Man, hopefully it's something better for for these guys, but. At the end of the day, it's hard to compete with such a machine at the WWE. When you have behind. that brand that's there, yeah, it just—it's very. T- I mean, the, the the biggest fight that any league has against the NFL is that it's not called the NFL, right? It can be the same exact product. You can get Tom Brady and Drew Brees to go play for the XFL, mm-hmm. and it's still not going to be as big as the NFL because it doesn't say NFL, on and it. it doesn't have the Super Bowl. Yeah, Re- you know, you have in wrestling WrestleMania, that is the Super Bowl of wrestling and because you have that show named that that way it's kind of hard and then you know and even establishing yourself as the hall of fame when you have a new league like that also as big as you try to make that event it's going to take you years to get to where the wwe oh sure you know, WrestleMania 40 years ago is not what it is now. Right. Hell, it probably wasn't what it is 10 years ago. Well, even even when wcw was competing on a regular basis and beating WWF in the ratings, the WWF was not suffering that much. You know, they were they were still benefiting from having and, yeah, the competition. And again, they have all that. They have that war chest of brand, of of recognition, of money, of TV contracts, and all of that. 
that and they longevity. Can, yeah, that they can make that move to get these other ones out of the way. Sure, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, it, it could be, it could be a a very interesting year in wrestling or the next couple of years if this thing takes off and if the cons put as much money as they they're suggesting they're going to put behind it. You know, right now they're they're saying that they may have that's the, that's the third part of it is guys who think okay, the WWE makes a billion dollars a year. If I start a league, I'm going to make 500 million dollars my first year. Right. What do we make? You lost money. Oh. Well, I don't want to do this anymore. That was the XFL's problem. Right. The XFL thought it was going to be as big as the NFL within two seasons. They got two seasons in and said, you're losing money. The one thing that they that they may have going for them as far as monetarily is that there is talk or rumor right now that they have just signed a, a, a seven-figure deal with one of the major TV stations. And, and most people are assuming that it's TBS or TNT. Which didn't, gives didn't them... TNT, doesn't TNT already have wrestling? No, they, they had WCW. Oh, that's what it was. And that was the, that's why WCW went under, was because TNT, or T, well, Turner, Turner yeah. or uh, actually it was AOL at the time, decided they didn't want to be in the wrestling business. So they were losing their TV contract and demanding that Turner sell the wrestling business. So it was just another interesting thing that happened this week that you know it's kind of within the realm of... Uh, Vince McMahon rarely loses. Very rarely. He he and Donald Trump are very similar. Donald Trump's lost a lot. <laughs> Man, Vince McMahon's track record, I think, is probably better. <laughs> it's probably than better Donald's. than Donald Trump's. <laughs> As well as the oh, they had the he's uh, going to run against him in twenty twenty. Oh lord. Okay. Uh, the the Stephen Carell uh, Saturday Night Live was on last night. Those are only two choices. And they had the 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 Steve Carell playing Jeff Bezos. Yeah, and he's like, "We sell Donald Trump's book, which is a hard is a hard book to to ship, because no other book has four chapter 11s. <laughs> Just stares at the screen. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> so, anything else, guys? Nope, that's it. Tell everybody where you find us. All right, so make sure you check us out on Facebook.com/slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show and on Instagram as Nerdables. As so, for Chris and Ethan, I'm Ra saying we will talk to you next week.